Hey y'all, good morning, what's up? It's your girl Stephanie Warrington here with the Back to Life, Back to Reality podcast where we are bringing people back to the reality that life comes through Jesus Christ. And I am so excited for this episode today because this is one that I've been wanting to do uh, for a while now. Um, It's something that's been on my heart for a while and I think it's time that we talk about it. Because just from observing people and, you know, talking to different people and being in the situation, um, I really want people to be educated on the specific scripture that I feel like a lot of people take out of context um, and use it incorrectly. And it's very important that we're not using the word of God to um, fuel our own desires or our own agendas or our own thoughts because it can be very jeopardizing to uh, our spiritual life, you know, to our spiritual walk um, and, you know, where we end up when we when we leave this earth. You know, it can cause deception when we use God's word out of context. So, you know, like I said, the whole point of this podcast is to educate people on, um, you know, a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings about the Bible, about God, about Christ, and about the Christian faith. So I think this is a very good topic. And today what we're going to be talking about is uh, verse Matthew, that. This verse, Matthew 7, 1 through 5. And if you are not familiar um, with the actual scripture, you know this by the do not judge scripture. Um, and like I said, I think this is one of the most used out of contact, out of context scriptures, especially used by non-believers um, and lukewarm Christians. Um, I think people use it as a cop-out when they don't want to address their sins, when they're way too comfortable in their sins, and when someone tries to address that, you know, their their spiritual walk and their spiritual life is in jeopardy and they don't want to hear it. Um, And, you know, no matter how much you refute to... um, you know, listen to someone when they, when, you know, they say that, you know, you're in sin, um, you know, it doesn't negate the fact that eventually you will be judged by God. And if you are not, um, you know, in good graces with God, um, then you risk, you know, being separated from God for, for eternity. Um, so we want to make sure that we're not using scripture out of context and we're not, you know, just throwing scripture under the rug and, you know, getting offensive of the word of God um, when it's being used um, correctly. Now, I will say that, you know, also there are people who, you know, who are believers um, who can use the scripture in the wrong way. Um, and we as believers, we need to make sure that we're using um, scriptures um, in the way that it was intended. You know, if we look at John 8, uh, 1 through 8, um, some people might be familiar with the story about uh, the woman who was caught in adultery and the Pharisees uh told Jesus that, you know, according to the law, you know, she should be stoned. She's an adulterer. But Jesus said, you know, who who has not sinned? You know, all of us have sinned, so we cannot cast stones, you know. So 
basically this scripture is saying you know don't act holier than thou you know we're all sinners we're all struggling through life we're all trying to make our way so when we as believers when we're called to judge people you know we want to make sure we're not throwing stones at people and we want to make sure that we're loving on people we're rebuking people we're correcting people and teaching people out of love mercy and grace um But uh, with that being said, let's go into Matthew 7, 1 through 5. Um, And the scripture says, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So in in today's podcast, I really want to break down that scripture for you guys so we're we're using it in the right context, whether you're on the side of being judged or whether you are on the side of giving the judgment. Um, We also want to talk about in this podcast um, how uh, to judge, um, how you can judge incorrectly and how there is a correct way to judge. And then we also want to talk about the judge, you know, the final judge, how God judges us. You know, a lot of times when people use this scripture out of context, they say, oh, only God can judge me. And to an extent, that is not true because, again, we as followers of Christ are called to judge correctly, um, to judge righteously, um, and to judge with love. But what is true is that God is the only one whose judgment is final. He is the only one whose judgment is able to condemn. Um, And we want to make sure that we're not even taking that lightly because, like I said, that is the final judgment. You know, that is the one who's going to determine if we're going to heaven or hell. So we need to not just use that as a cop-out, but really take that seriously and say, oh, God is going to judge me one day and I need to get my life together. You know, I need to make sure I'm in good graces with God so that I'm not separated from him for eternity. So, um, yeah, so if we look at uh, the scripture in Matthew 7, um, 1 through 4 um, is basically instruction on, you know, why we shouldn't judge the wrong way. And basically what it's saying is that the way you judge others is how God will judge you. You know, it says for it says, do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use it, it will be measured to you. So if you judge harshly, God's going to judge you harshly. If you judge with love and grace and mercy, God is going to judge you with love, grace and mercy. If you're always judging people and you're very intense with your judgment, God is going to be very intense and harsh with um with his judgment so this is kind of a reminder and kind of a a humbling point for us believers that when we judge people we we need to always remember that how we exert our judgment on others is how god is going to exert his judgment on us we should always be reflecting on on 
on how to judge people with um with love with grace with mercy how christ shows us you know how god shows us god is a just god he's a fair god so we want to make sure that we are just are judging people fairly and graciously um, so in turn, um, we are not getting harsh, intense judgments when we face God. Then it talks about why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when the whole time there is a plank in your eye? Um, and basically, um, what this part of the scripture is saying is that how... How can we address someone else's sin when we have not addressed our own? We must make sure that when we are addressing sin, guys, when we are addressing other people's sins, we want to make sure that we are not um, in sin ourselves. I mean, clearly we all sin, but we want to make sure we're not living in sin. We're not, you know, constantly in sin um, and over here telling people oh you doing x y and z but on the other hand you're doing x y and z so we want to make sure that we're, we're checking our hearts and checking our spirits and making sure we're coming from a humble place before we go ahead and say something to somebody else and then in verse 5 it says you hypocrite first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye so this this scripture is important because this scripture is basically saying yes we are to judge and this is how you should judge this is the correct way to judge this is how you are supposed to address uh you, you know someone that you care about you know you clearly see that they're in sin this is how you do it first you need to make sure that you're the way you judge people you know you're doing it um, you're taking into consideration that the way you judge them is how you're gonna judge be judged by God then you're you have to acknowledge your own sins and you know repent of your sins and make sure that your heart's in check and that your spiritual life is in check um, and then once you do that, you will be able to take the speck out of your brother's eye. You will be able to correct, rebuke, teach, and, and show love, grace, and mercy towards the person that you're passing judgment on so that they can see um, God's love for them and that they can eventually see that they are in sin and, 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 and walk out of sin and ask God for forgiveness and to repent of their sins. So we want to make sure that when we, especially as believers, when we are judging people and we are passing judgment, that we need to make sure that we're not, um, we're not, um, you know, living in sin ourselves. Um, and we need to make sure that our hearts are in check and that we're humble and, you know, we're really going to people out of love, grace, and mercy. Um, so yes, guys, there is a correct way to judge. There is a right way. Um, and we can go into more depth about how we can judge people, uh, correctly. You know, uh, the Bible calls us to rebuke, to edify, to teach, um, to share testimonies and tell people about the gospel so that, um, people can, can come out of sin. Um, and we can go to, um, we can go to 2 Timothy, um, 
verse uh 2 timothy 3 uh, verses 14 through 17 um and basically what this scripture says is but as for you continue in what you have learned and become convinced of because you know you know those from who you learned it and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, So like I said, basically, you know, God placed his word, God gave us his his word, his scriptures in the Holy Bible to, to teach people about how to live, how to how to fall in the ways of God, how to be reconnected with God, you know. So we as believers, we need to use this tool to really reach people for God, to spread the kingdom and to uh, help people uh, get out of sin and realize their sins so that they in turn can get to know Christ and so that they can know God for themselves. You know, we, we are called to do so. So when someone, so when you address someone, don't feel bad if they, and especially if you're doing it the correct way, don't feel bad if someone is calling you a hypocrite or if, you know, someone is saying, don't judge me or only God can judge, you know, you are called to, to address certain situations to other people. You know, we are called to make sure that people are aware of, you know, their jeopardization of being separated from God for eternity. So as long as you're doing, uh, this in the correct way um don't feel bad you know continue to do that we we encourage people to um help people uh address their sinful nature and address the sins that they're living in and really um help them um come to christ um so they can have an intimate personal relationship with god um so they can have salvation uh, eternal salvation um we want to make sure that people have that um, in, in Leviticus 19, uh, 1915, um, it says that we are called to judge fairly. It says, do not pervert justice. Do not show partially to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. You know, we want to make sure that we are judging people fairly. We want to make sure that there is justice, you know, when when we judge people, you know, the law is set in place, you know, God's word is set in place so that we have rules and regulations to follow to not break. And when we um, go outside of those uh, rules and regulations and those guidelines, um, you know, we want to make sure we implement the laws um, so that people know that, hey, you know, you're, you're stepping outside the law, there's consequences, you know, just like, you know, when you naturally break the law in society, you know, you run a red light, and you get caught, and you get a ticket, there's consequences. And, and, you know, the police officer will tell you, hey, man, you know, you did this the wrong way. And, you know, you broke the law. So they give you a warning, they give you a ticket. So you know, um, you know, that there's consequences for your actions. And, you know, that's pretty much what judgment is, is, you know, telling you that, you know, there's going to be consequences for your actions. There's consequences for your sins if you're not careful. But we want to make sure that when we're addressing people that we're doing it fairly, that there's no favoritism, that there's no biasness, that there's no 
um, you know, hidden agenda, but really we're just going to people out of love, grace and mercy again, and making sure that we're, um, we're, we're, we're really um, trying to educate people on their sins and the wrongdoing that they're doing. Um, so yeah, so make sure that you are judging fairly. Um, and we want to make sure that, you know, when, when we're, when we have good judgment, that we're not doing it out of pride and ego. You know, we're not doing it for ourselves to make ourselves feel better as believers, but we're really, um, you know, trying to, um, educate people and we can go to Galatians, uh, one Galatians six, one through six. And it says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens and in its way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Um, so yeah, I think, um, this is, this is very important, you know, um, the scripture and it, and it kind of, again, it gives us instructions on how we should be judging people. You know, if, if someone's caught in sin, you know, we as believers, we should restore them gently. You know, we should approach them gently. We should make sure again, that we are coming to them out of love, grace, and, and yeah, love and grace so that they can see Christ through the way that, you know, we judge them. You know, we should also, again, um, make sure that we're coming out of a place, um, that is not of ego, you know, a place that is humble so that, um, you know, when we do approach someone, they can't say, oh, you're a hypocrite. Oh, you know, you're coming at me sideways. You know, no, I'm not coming at you sideways. I'm coming out of you out of love. You know, I see something that you may not be able to see. And I want to make sure that your eyes are open, that your eyes are able to see the deception that you are in. And, you know, I'm, I'm called to help you out of your deception. So again, make sure that when you are, you are judging people, you're not coming out of a place of ego and of pride and to make yourself holier than thou, but to really do it for the other person because you're, you're scared for their, their spiritual being because you want to, um, you know, educate them on making sure that they are in good, in God's good graces. Um, so yeah. Also, um, you know, some other scriptures, um, that we can look at is, um, Luke 6, uh, 39 through 40. Um, and, and I like this scripture. I, I like this scripture. Um, it says, he also told them this parable, can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. 
And basically what this scripture is saying is how can we lead someone out of sin again if we have not taken out that plank out of our own eye? If our hearts are not pure, if our hearts are not are not humble, how do we expect to lead someone out of their own sin you know if we're not going to be a good example if we're not living the way we're supposed to live as followers of christ how do we expect the non-believer to come out of sin how do we expect the lukewarm christian to come out of sin you know and um you know even though we are not the ultimate teacher god is you know god is the ultimate standard christ is the ultimate standard um we as believers are trained and should be training um in how to to teach rebuke and edify again you know how to really uh judge correctly and make sure that people understand that they're in sin and that they're in jeopardy of being separated from god from eternity um so make sure that as a believer that um you know you're not you're not leading someone blindly um and you're not yeah, you're not leading someone blindly when you yourself in turn are in sin. You can't help someone get out of sin if you yourself are living in sin. Um, so make sure that, you know, you're aware of that. And, you know, also to the people who are being judged, understand, you know, that we're doing this out of love. We're doing this, you know, because we care about your spiritual well-being. We, we care that you know, we want to make sure you're not going to hell. You know, we want to make sure you're not being separated from God for eternity. And that's why God has called us to judge and pass judgment, you know, in a sense where we can uh, shed light on on the sin of the world and the deception in the world um, so people can find Christ for themselves. Um, so, yeah, so we want to do that. Um, and also for us believers, um, it is important and it is more beneficial that we judge each other within the body of Christ than, um, than to allow someone outside of the body to judge us. And we can go to 1 Corinthians uh, 6, uh, 1 through 2. And it says, dare any of you having a matter against another go to the law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? So here it says, like, it's kind of a rhetorical question that, you know, the saints will judge the world. The people of God will judge the world. So we are called to judge. And then it says, and if the word, if the world be judged by you, are you not worthy to judge the smallest matters? So basically what the scripture is saying for us believers that it's it's better for us to be judged by one another than to be judged by the world because the world doesn't know the truth. The, the world doesn't, you know, follow God's truth. So it's better for the people who know the truth to, you know, judge one another um, within the body of Christ than really looking out in the outside world and saying, oh, what do they think is correct or what do they think is the, the right way? You know, stay within the body of Christ um, when, when you need to be edified, rebuked, um, and taught on how to get out of your sin, you know? Um, so yeah, we want to make sure that um, we are we are judging people 
based off of God's truths and not on our own pride, not our own ego, not, you know, out of malice, malice or anger or, you know, revenge, but out of God's word, you know, not of our own opinions and our own formulations of how we perceive things should be and what we think people should do, but really judge people based off of the word of God. What does God say about the specific sin that the person is in, you know, and how can we address them so that they can understand that they are in sin and how they can get out. So, Just like there is a good way and a correct way to judge, there is also a bad way. And again, believers, you know, although we are called to judge, it is also important that we do not judge incorrectly because that can really, um, you know, jeopardize you not helping the person that you're judging um, to to help them get out of sin and to help them know Christ and help them to know God. So we want to be aware of how... um, how to um what judging incorrectly looks like and how not to do it again with the story with the lady who is supposed to be stoned and jesus said you know you know if you haven't sinned then you know go ahead and throw that stone but nobody could do it because we've all sinned we want to not be holier than that we want to not you know be on a high horse and a pedestal and think that we're better than everyone when we're not we are all still sinners you know we all still sin but because we have the knowledge of christ because we have the word of god um we can correctly come in love and teach people about sin and deception and things like that. So let's make sure that we're not, um, you know, judging incorrectly. Um, And if you look at um, the definition of judgment, it says the process of forming an opinion or evaluation by discerning slash comparing. So again, when, when you're passing judgment, you're formulating an opinion you're 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 using your own thoughts you're using your own ways you're using your own understanding to judge but let's not use our own opinions let's use the word of god because the word of god is truth so when we judge people and correct people we need to use truth we need to not use our own perceptions we need to not use our own opinions but God's truth. And you know, we can we can have bad discernment. We're humans, we mess up. So we don't want to just f- solely um, use our judgment capabilities um, based off of what we feel like is right or wrong. But again, we want to go to the word of God and make sure that we're teaching people through the word of God and not through our own, um, our own understanding and our own futile ways. Um, bad judgment is an, is an assumption based on your feelings. And again, not off of God's truth. And if we go to Romans 2, uh, 1 through 3, let me just pull it up real quick for you guys. So yes, Romans 2, 1 through 3, it says, You, therefore, have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now, we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them, and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? 
So again, this is basically um, stating what I just said as far as, you know, we're all sinners. We all sin. Um, So we want to make sure that we're not judging others based off of our own futile understandings. Every judgment should come from the word of God because God's word is truth. If you are addressing somebody, um, if you are addressing somebody in their sin, you want to make sure you go to the Bible and, and see what the Bible says about um, about that situation that they're in, about that sin that they're in. You know, don't be like, oh, well, I think blah, 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 blah. You know, you shouldn't be doing this because it looks blah, 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 blah. You know, really talking down on people and really making people seem lesser than because you feel like you're more holier. No, that's not what that's not what you're supposed to do. Use God's word and and use his truth to really help people, you know, shed light on on the things that they're doing wrong. Um, Romans 12 uh, verses 16 also tells us, um, you know, how to make sure um, we're not judging wrongly. It says, be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble do not be wise in your own opinion so again when you judge people don't be wise in your own opinion don't use your own opinions your own um understanding your own agendas and your own desires to um to talk to people you know be humble you know be humble sit down like Kendrick Lamar said like we gotta come from a humble place we have to come from a pure heart when we judge people because when when we're not we're not actually judging them correctly we're coming from a futile place we're coming from a place that Um, is going to satisfy what we think is right, but not what God thinks is right. So we want to make sure that we're humble um, when we judge people and do not think of yourself higher, higher than thou, you know, holier than thou, um, but really be humble when coming to someone um, that is doing wrong. We can also go to James 4.11, which tells us, um, do not speak of evil of, of one another, brethren. He who speaks of evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks of evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. So again, you know, we want to make sure that we're not slandering people, putting people down, um, making people feel bad of their sin, but just addressing people's sin, you know, making them aware and have awareness, um, to the things that are not of God. Um, so there's plenty of scriptures throughout the Bible that tells people that, you know, followers of Christ, we should, and are called to judge people righteously, to judge people according to God's truth. But also we need to make sure that we're not doing it out of a place of malice, a place of ego, a place of hurt, a place of our own opinion, a place of our own desires and our own agendas, but really looking at what God says about the specific sin and addressing it to the person who's in sin. And to those who feel like they're judged, again, don't get offensive if some, especially when someone is coming to you in a place of love, grace, and peace and they're trying to help you don't don't take offense to it because we're trying to help you we see things and we under, understand things that you may not see and understand 
because like I said, sin is deception. You know, sin looks like light. Sin feels good. So, you know, when when someone judges you or is passing judgment on you, we see things that you may not see because you're blinded by your sin. You're blinded by that feel good. You're blinded by the, the comfortability of that sin. So don't always rush to knock someone down and to shut someone down when they address you about something. You know, if if I tell my friend, hey girl, you know, I think, I think, you know, you just clubbing too much, you know, you're, 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 um, you know, your clothes are really skimpy, like you're attracting the wrong, um, you know, you're saying the wrong message and sending the wrong message to guys. And, you know, this is why guys aren't treating you correctly. And, you know, this is why you keep being heartbroken because you're not portraying yourself the way that and carrying yourself the way you need to be. And people are treating you, um, be, people are treating you a certain way because of that. And you get offensive. It's like, you know, why are you getting offensive? I'm trying to help you out. I clearly see the effects of the sin that you're in. I'm trying to help you because the Bible says, you know, you know, this, this person who's getting judged may say, well, well, who are you to judge? You know, this is my body. You know, I can do what I want with it. You know, you, you sin too, blah, 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 you know, but if I say to her, you know, Hey, like, you know, the Bible says that our bodies are a temple for the Holy Spirit, you know, um, the Bible says that we should dress modestly, you know, the Bible says, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, and I'm coming out of the truth from the word of God, um, you know, and I'm doing it correctly, then you should be able to take heed to what I say and really evaluate what I'm saying to you and take in what I'm saying to you because I'm, I'm helping you out. I'm, I'm saying, hey, like, you not treating your body like a temple, you know, you not dressing modestly, you know, you're not... You're, you're, you're giving yourself your, how do I say this? You're portraying yourself in a way that's detrimental to your spiritual well-being because now you're entertaining men that you don't need to be entertaining. You're letting men treat you, you know, you know, way less than what you should be, you know, and you may not realize that. But I see that, you know, I see that coming from a place of knowing God's truth and seeing the deception that, you know, dressing skimpy and all this clubbing, um, you know, can do to your spirit. So, you know, those who feel like they're getting judged don't always assume that, you know, we're coming out of a place of malice and to tear you down and look down upon you. But actually, maybe take a minute and really uh, take in what we're saying and, and, you know, discover for yourself, you know, Lord, you know, is, is there truth behind what they're saying? You know, is this really a sin or is this really detrimental to my spiritual walk? You know, is this really deception? And really, you know, like I said, like take a minute to actually think and see if this person is coming to you out of a place of love, a place of grace and a, and a place of peace, you know, um, you know, like I said, we're, we, we as believers, we're called to help people come out of the deception that they're in so that they can know Christ uh, for, their, for themselves and be reconnected with their Heavenly Father. You know, we want to, you know, we want to do that. We want to, we want to be able to do that. But when we're always called hypocrites and, you know, being called judgmental, you know, it kind of, 
it breaks up this barrier it creates this barrier where you know it's hard for the believer to do their mission to do their job to do to to fulfill their purpose you know our purpose is to spread God's kingdom our our purpose is to spread God's word our our purpose is to be salt and light and when we can't do that you know it takes away from our purpose and that is the trick of the enemy you know that is directly from the enemy you know making us believers feel like we can't do what God has called us to do and it's also the trick of the enemy to have people thinking that their sin and their deception is fun fulfilling and and you know is gonna really take them to distance no it's gonna take you to the gates of hell if we do not wake up and if we do not take heed to the warnings that we are given whether by people by God by the church by our elders by our authorities and all those other things guys you know God has has things in plan and things set in place for a reason to help you out to get you rerouted back to him and when we're just ignoring those things and we're just sweeping things under the rug and we're just getting offensive um you know where we have no one to blame but ourselves for putting ourselves in such a detrimental um situation but um you know yes there is a good way to judge and there is a bad way to judge and yes christians are called to judge you know doesn't matter what you feel like and what you think in the bible it says we are called to teach to rebuke to edify and to judge righteously so please uh let's not use the scripture out of context anymore and really you know you know what's the word i'm saying uh, thinking of you know let let what the word of god says be done But also, um, what we want to talk about is that God is the final judge. He is the only one who can sentence you. He brings final judgment. So kind of think of, kind of think of, you know, judgment by people as, you know, practice for the real thing. You know, you know, if you can't handle what people have to say about you, you're definitely not going to handle what God has to say to you. Because again, if you are not in God's good graces and he tells you, depart from me, I never knew you and you go to hell, you're going to be like, dang, like this is real. This is serious. So we want to make sure um, that we understand that, you know, judgment will happen either way. And when it happens through God, it's final. You know, it's ever it's everlasting. It's final. You will either be with him for eternity or you will be separated him for eternity. Um, the Bible says that everyone will be judged based on the, on the way they live their lives, um, based off of the things of their heart. And you cannot escape judgment. And we can go to Second Corinthians 510. And it says, for we must all appear before judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. So what this scripture is saying, guys, is, is that it doesn't matter who you are, what household you were brought in, what culture, what religion you follow, what belief system you believe in. Every single person on this earth 
will die and will face God and will be judged. And you will be judged on the good and the bad, the things you've done and, you know, physically and the things that were in your heart, God sees all and he will judge you on those things. So judgment is inevitable. Either way, whether it's by humans or by God, it's going to happen. And it's definitely going to happen by God. Um, like in the court system, like we have here on earth, you will be read your account, your sins, the things that you've done based on what you say, what you do, um, and whether or not you have salvation through Jesus Christ will determine your sentence. Again, you know, if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you know, you will be and you live out, you know, how Christ lived and, you know, you die to your cross daily, um, you know, you love your neighbor, you know, you die to your flesh, then you will be with God for eternity. You know, Jesus took your place um, of going to hell and, and when you accepted him, um, he took your place of going to hell. So when you accept him, you're going to go to heaven. When you don't, when you deny him, when you live in sin and you live in deception and you follow the ways of the world, then you're going to hell. So when we die, you will be read the account of your life. Just like when you go before a judge here, they read you your sentence, the things that you're done, and you're giving you're, you're given your sentence. Um, so yeah, um, um, judgment will happen by God. And um, honestly, guys, it's better to be judged by humans and, you know, to allow other humans to help you and shed light on the things that you do wrong and your sins and the deception that you're living in. And, you know, be, you know, find freedom um, by searching God and Christ on your own than you being in denial and living in sin. And then you die not knowing Christ and not having a personal relationship with God and being separated from him for eternity in hell you know like I said that's why that's why the 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 purpose of the believer is to spread the word of God is to spread God's kingdom is to bring people closer to Christ so that they can have a personal relationship with God so again it's better that you know me as a believer coming to you and say hey girl or yo bro like you know what you doing it's 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 not helping your spiritual life it's not helping your spiritual walk you know it's very detrimental to your spiritual life then you just, you know, shutting me down and, you know, not taking heed to, to my warning. And then when you, when you die and you don't know Christ and you don't have a relationship with God, God says, depart from me. I never knew you. And you're going to regret it then. So let's take heed to the pre-warnings that we have, um, through our fellow followers of Christ and make sure, and, and followers, make sure we're doing it correctly. Um, so that way, um, we can be aware of our sins and, you know, be ready, um, for the final judgment of God. And the most important thing is that Jesus died on the cross to give you an opportunity, um, to, to be spared from judgment. Um, he saved you from, from, from harsh judgment. You know, 
before we give our life to Christ, all of us, because we are sinners and God has nothing to do with sin, um, we're all condemned to hell. You know, we, we are all deserving of hell. We are all deserving of being separated from God eternally. But because Jesus took the place of sin, you know, he exchanged his life for our sinful nature and died on the cross for our sins. We have the opportunity to um, be spared from harsh judgment, to be spared from hell. And it says in John 12, 46 through 47, it says, I have come into the world as light so that no one so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person for I did not come to judge the world, I, but to save the world. So Jesus came to, to save um when he first came down um, as a human form, he came to save the world. He came to die on the cross for our sins. He came to be that bridge point between us and God. And he says that um, if you believe in him, you won't stay in darkness. You won't stay in deception. You won't stay in sin. But you will come into light. You will come into God's good graces. You know, you will get to have that intimate personal relationship with your heavenly father. So only through Christ Jesus can we find that. We can't find it anywhere else. Also in John 5, 24, it says, very, very truly, I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. So again, um, what this is saying is that when you believe in Christ Jesus and you now have a personal intimate relationship with God, you will be spared from judgment and you will not have that second death which is going to hell, but you will have life, eternal life, which is to be dwelling in heaven with your heavenly father, to have that beautiful mansion in heaven. You know, God has a place for you when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So again, guys, um, I hope this uh, this really helped you guys understand, um, you know, the the verse to, to not judge and what it really means to judge, you know, how to judge correctly, how to judge incorrectly and avoiding judging incorrectly and how God will be our final judgment and also how uh, Christians are called to judge righteously. We are called to judge in love. We are called to judge in grace and in peace and in mercy so that way we can help people find Christ. We can help people and be salt and light to the world um, to help people get out of the deception and the sin that, that Satan has them in. You know, um, we want to make sure that people's eyes are open and people aren't being jeopardized from being separated from God for eternity. So believers, make sure that when you are judging, you're judging in, in peace and in grace and mercy, just like God will do to us when we exert that. You know, make sure we're coming from a place of truth in God's word and not our own opinions, not our own ego, not our own pride. And in people who do not know Christ, people who are unbelievers and even people who are lukewarm Christians, allow uh, allow that believer allow that person who who has been taught and and brought up in the lord and the truths in the lord to to give you that warning to give you that edification to give you that teaching to open your eyes to the deception that you are living in because we love you we care about you and we want to make sure that you are not separated from god for eternity we want to see people um 
we want to see people closer to the Lord. We want to see people um, in God's favor. We want to see people having personal, intimate relationships with God through Jesus Christ. So don't be so quick to be uh, to be offended, but really take heed, especially when that person is doing it the right way. Take heed to their warning. Take heed to to the things that they're saying, because in reality, we're really trying to prepare you for for your eternity. We're trying to help you prepare to meet that final judgment um, by God. And again, guys, God loves you. He sent his one and only son uh, to die for you, to spare judgment. Um, and when you and when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will be able to dwell with your heavenly father for eternity. Um, and yeah, guys, um, that's all I have to say for this episode. Um, again, I hope you guys learned something new. Um, I hope um, this softened you guys' hearts uh, to allow people to edify you, to teach you, and to grow you in your faith. And I also hope that um, this also softens people's heart um, to judge correctly and to be humble. Um, but I'll catch you guys next time. And you guys have a blessed one. Peace out.